It's Spider-Man. <laughs> Welcome to Cape Crisis. <laughs> That's right, Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast hosted by me, Henry Gilbert, H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. Woo. And we have a full house today. We've, we got, we've got Danny, uh, Uncle Jesse, <laughs> Bob Saget. We got uh, me, Christopher Antista, Diamond Dave Dog Rudden, hey. here, Talking about Walking Dead, and a uh, very special guest, Badminton Warren Weil. Uh, what? <laughs> Fred Elston, yeah. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Yes. Hey. Um, hi. Hey, well, this has been a real exciting week, guys, because uh, Charles Manson's girlfriend left him. And oh, what? good. That was hilarious, because she was going to marry him, and then it t- found she found out that... He only wanted her, she only wanted him for his body, as in literally she wanted to inherit his body when he died to oh then own some, uh, the, like to own his corpse. Which I felt like, it feels like some nice retribution for it, Charles Manson. It helps Manson, single but, people yeah. not feel as bad now that Charles Manson doesn't have a girl fiancé now. <laughs> Even Charles Manson can't get it together. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, happy Valentine's Day. That, <laughs> happy mm. Valentine's Day. Um, but yeah, that intro is reference to, there's a lot of Spider-Man talk on the internet and was again a nice uh, reminder to me that people don't know that there's a hyphen in Spider-Man's name. Yes. I don't they put a and hyphen in there? Somebody corrected me because you don't capitalize the M afterwards either. No, you do. You do. No, you don't. I heard you he, uh, do. You do. I heard he broke his hyphen on a horse riding <laughs> uh, <laughs> trip. <laughs> Horse riding is really good, actually. Um, fuck yeah, that was super exciting news. We'll talk about that later. I'm guessing. Yeah, well, because we have we have segments to this, guys. Like we, we have a this is a structured ass show. This is a structured show. I have notes and everything. Look, Brett, see notes. I have That's notes. So, wait, nice. what if Stanley died? Would we still have to talk about what comics we're reading before we talked about that? Yep. <laughs> and maybe we'll have a Stanley Memorial episode. I, mean, I guess. What like, if? <laughs> I mean, someday he will die. What if comics? What Why if? Stanley will never die. <laughs> that's that's a strange candy yes. reference there. It is. Um, but hey, what have you guys been reading? Ooh, ooh! I've been reading a ton. <sighs> really? Huh? All right. Let's let's start. Uh, with you I wrapped up Spider Verse uh, today. Me too. Yeah. Uh, well, though you didn't. Well, we didn't. Technically, it is not like they say it's part six, and the next one's the epilogue. Like, no, it's part seven. Like, they basically just stop, like, well, the big fight's over, but giant things are going to happen in the next issue, apparently. Oh, that's uh, the next Amazing. The next Amazing, number 15, I believe it is. See that that Dan Slott favorited a tweet with us in it? Yeah, he favorited, uh, I actually favorited a couple. Well, he favorited one for me, one of mine. In both cases, uh, Dan Slott favored the tweets I was mentioning because... They complimented his Ren and Stimpy run, which mm-hmm. he takes a lot of. He seems to take a lot of pride in that, as he should. Carolyn still has that number one. I am, I loved his work on Ren and Stimpy. It's funny that he spent like uh, the first almost decade of his career writing on the cartoon books, and then the finally, yeah, on the licensed cartoon books, and then worked his way up to now he's like one of the best-selling comic writers alive. Like amazing sells amazing every mm-hmm. month. How about that? Uh, Spider Ham moment. Not that to spoil was great. Me. The Spider Spider Ham gets a great, great moment. Lots of characters conclusion. got great moments mm-hmm. in there. That's what I liked. And that uh, though, I still think the inheritors are like lame of yes. villains. Like, I don't. I don't. Wouldn't say I, I love the whole thing. I'm surprised it was like you could buy any of that. Uh-huh. It was. It seems so silly every time I try to describe it back to myself. Yeah. Well, Morlun is a lame. I think he's a lame villain anyway. And mm-hmm. then I have six more of him. <laughs> Just like kind of 
Bleh. Right, Brad? Yeah, I am not a fan at all. Of the of spider of Mor- of Morlin, I oh, okay. hate that. I hate anything that makes Spider-Man mystical in any capacity. It diminishes <laughs> the entire purpose of the character. I don't like Ezekiel. I don't all like right. the Spider Totem. I have. I do not like mm. at all. I am hoping that the end of this is like uh, Dan Slott pulling up Morlin. You see, you see hints of it in this issue mm-hmm. of him. Just doing away with, like, spider magic's dead. Like, mm-hmm. I recognize from a continuity standpoint, spider magic used to exist. Spider magic is dead now. No more. I mean, he already wrote the thing that magically undid his marriage. So, like, can yeah. you magically undo his magic? <laughs> eh, kind <laughs> Mysticism of, yeah. or whatever it is. It's just like, I... Well, it's just the idea of the other and the totem. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's going away. All the Spider-Man news this week. Um, but uh, I also read uh, the first issue of Darth Vader, which was pretty oh, fucking I haven't excellent. Oh, I read that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's brand new. Hey, Does it explain been... how he became Darth Vader? No, it's, <laughs> no, but he gets uh, you get to see um, you get to see his conversation with Jabba. Um, oh, oh yeah, he goes into Jabba's palace. I saw that in the preview. It's Jabba really no longer? It's really weird mm-hmm. to see those. I don't know those Japanese iconic shapes Legend together. Jabba. What? Jabba no longer. Uh, <laughs> Jabba no Bada. Um, so wait, is this canon? I, 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 yeah. I haven't bothered to look into that because I don't fucking care, and I don't <laughs> want another situation of like yeah. canon wiping. It's just, a, yeah. it's just a side story. I don't care yeah, if it's real. Dave, God <laughs> damn it! <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's, yeah. This isn't this isn't Dark Horse anymore, right? It's yeah, it's no. Marvel. Yeah, it's so Marvel. It's no. ever since Dark Horse bought Marvel, it's been and the, <laughs> it's it's canonical until it isn't canonical. Right, yeah. and it's, it also brings in a, a setting from Episode One, which feels really weird to see in between. Um, yeah, uh, in between. Empire and Hope. I saw the preview for the Leia book, which looks mm-hmm. really interesting, but it it's also interesting that Terry Dodson is drawing it. Mm-hmm. Like Weird. he's he is the lady artist, though he's mostly known for drawing like very buxom women. Yeah. Guys. Um but but that the, the opening scene mm-hmm. of of the Leia book is her giving the medals to everybody and then giving a speech. It's like it's the scenes that happen Happy right as day. the Star Wars was the <laughs> As the wipe goes across the screen, this is like, no, no, this is what she hey, said. After shut she shut up, them. trumpet. Shut up. I have yeah. to give a speech now. <laughs> Stop your trumpets. This is not just awards. And I wanted to, to briefly thank uh, Tim Waugh, Guy Byron, and um, Aimbot Master for sending me some codes. You two, Sega Galactico. Um, and we will give away, we gave, I gave away a bunch of comics uh, just today. Wow. And we will give away more simply by liking us on Facebook. Oh, liking okay. us on Facebook. Is uh, this a ploy to get likes? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely it is. Absolutely. But you, you'll get free comics out of it. Maybe a ho- new Hawkeye or perhaps a Guardians of the Galaxy. I would like to check out Darth Vader. Or Spider-Man. Yeah, Darth Vader, it's it's pretty neat. It's it's mega-sized. But it's $4. Yeah. Well, the, it's yeah. never going to change. What I got to do, Brett, is like uh, Laser Time on Facebook. And Brett, then... you could win. <laughs> you... This is wait, not like wait. one of those Are you con- screwing over the fans who have already liked your page? Yeah, including. No, they're they're included. I will. Uh, yeah, in, uh, no, don't look. complicate. This. Okay, well, why don't you do something else for them? <laughs> yes, um, I'm not happy. What we'll point. do is post Good links boy. to our articles that you can ignore. How <laughs> about Guys, that? let's let's get into real here. <laughs> up to yeah, and including, I was so excited with the Spider-Man news. <laughs> I, I put up um, a bunch of uh, iOS wallpapers for smartphones and tablets with the uh, Spider-Man stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really proud of those. I like. I made a bunch of them. But I got you, my I got my kid on my iPad. So. What? Fine. Anyway, did uh, you did you I, have you read any of the Star Wars? Books, Brett? No, I haven't. They're really uh, fun. They're yeah. they're incredibly fun. At least read Star Wars. No, like yeah. I think I I was like you. I thought I'd hate it, but I no, I love I, it. I don't I don't start from a place of hate. I just mm. I don't have a time. I don't. I barely have time to read all the stuff I want to read. Mm. And then it's also four dollars a pop. And then mm. I realize I read Actually, it five dollars first. <sighs> 
I realize I read it in nine minutes, and I'm like, I know I'm supposed to go appreciate the art, but mm-hmm. like, uh, I can do that. But I already struggled to find the time to do this in the first place. I, I had a bunch of fun with it. What I think you should, and I'm, I'm sure interested in the Vader. You've had recommended to you, but I finally dug into it thanks to Aimbot Master. Um, Transformers versus GI Joe. I yes, someone mm. mentioned it that. is really fucking fun because it's like some knowing indictment of. Like, yes, yeah. like the GI Joes are portrayed like fucking assholes. That's great. Like they just start they they attack Cybertron and just start terraforming the planet and like is this ethical? Like who gives a shit? <laughs> Woo! And they, they're all drawn to look like toys. I love that. Yeah, and Transformers really is a great movie. I've heard it's Stop basically. It. <laughs> I've heard it's basically uh, Jeremy Parrish of Retronauts. Yeah, described it as the Watchmen for toys. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and I need to check. This there's out. no reason for it to be as well thought out as as it. Who's is. publishing that? Um, IDW. 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 I'll have to check that out. IDW. I just. I, Did I, you really take issue with the Transformers movie? Yeah. Uh, Did you right. listen to the show? So on the no. most recent, in case you aren't listening, though, you really should be, guys. Uh, the most recent episode of Laser Time was about the worst. Once again, uh, people worst, stop complaining to me. The worst films, the uh, worst, <laughs> the worst animated, animated films, films based on cartoons that are on television. Yeah, SpongeBob came out uh, with the second movie, and right. then I, I I had the realization that like television mm-hmm. cartoons never get made into li- into animated films. There have been more live action adaptations of Scooby Doo, Flintstones, yeah. Inspector Gadget, The Chipmunks, and there have been animated movies. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, started, I went to, I thought of everything I could, got, thought I had a comprehensive list, took anime off there because 60 minute season finales don't count as movies, even if they want to call it that. Right. And even if I did, it would have been on the worst list, so shut up. Um, <laughs> the uh, Transformers was also. And, and a couple of people were like, I, I love this movie, how dare. Like, I didn't do this. In fact, yeah. the, what I did stipulate is that this is the biggest disparity in user review and critic review, mm. and that should that that has to hold. Well, yeah, some I mean, I, any any reviews at the time were not going to be. Yes, why well, was Ro- Gene Shalit going to enjoy Transformers <laughs> movie? <laughs> no, no, no. I think he'd like it more than Ro- Roger Ebert. Did but. not place it. I did not. I'm not. I say I just thought, I just, en- I just enjoyed stirring up shit on Twitter. I know. I'm just kidding. But you it, love it. You love that. And uh, then what, you were the only one who did it. Well, I know, and I knew it was going to go nowhere, so it's like, my favorite line was... And Carolyn piled on. Yeah. I just... Arson Wells didn't die, so you could shit all over this movie. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But no, there's... I don't remember what number it is, but there's a talk radar something where I... 20... No, because it's from 2010, Mm -hmm. so it's pretty up there. But Mm -hmm. it's... uh, When I... I spent like 30 or 40 minutes... We have an all-out discussion on this, like, and mostly our opinions have not changed in the... Oh, yeah. I feel... seven years... Like, five years. Well, let me segue to one of our guests because I, I tried to catch up on Walking Dead, but I only got to the part where Carl does a thing on the hill. So Wait, so you're Dave talking about Run, the show or the, the comic? Well, it's time for Dave I'm... Runs Walking Dead Corner. Yeah, well, we have a it's, it's, it's get smaller than a corner this week because I did buy the issues, but I didn't have the chance to read them. I was going to read them during uh, NXT, but uh, I did watch the season premiere or the half season premiere. Which, the mid-season uh, premiere, which was yeah. really just the lead-in show to uh, Better Call Saul, which because is fucking that, great. Is there a way to watch that online? Uh, you can watch the first episode free on Amazon uh, Prime. Oh, oh they're already up that. to the second one. Yeah. they're the, the next one the next day. And I will, both are great. I will say, and I know it's a comic show, so I'll say it briefly. I don't. The pilot doesn't work for me at all it's an origin as story one like episode. It is an origin story. Yeah, uh, it it doesn't work for me. That it's a two part pilot. You yeah. need to watch the two episodes because the first one is not very doesn't stand very well on its own. Where can I watch Steven Universe? Steven Universe on uh, AnimeFlavor.com and other anime streaming sites. It's the only channel? way. It's it's an, it's a Cartoon Network show. The only way to 
Excuse me. You're going to make it? Sorry. The only way to do it is by stealing stuff. But no. I, sorry. But I don't want to. I don't want to. They're, they're, the, they're no. the big holdouts in all the streaming stuff. So weird. Yeah. yeah well, because they know. Well, they've been putting their shows on their website Kids for years. Kids love streaming stuff. Yeah. Like, and that's, like, it was a big deal when Amazon got Nickelodeon things because mm-hmm. parents parents love streaming things to people. Let me. I heard. I saw John Mulaney do stand up last week and he had this great. Uh, two weeks ago. He had this great. name dropping over here. He had this great <laughs> joke about. By the way, Ron Funch is open for him and. Like, he is literally the perfect laser time guest. Mm-hmm. He joked about pro wrestling, Final Fantasy, Bad. and then later that Bad. night tweeted Bad. while stoned watching Bad. Tiny Toons. <laughs> and if you uh, look him up it on YouTube. It was Chris in an outfit. Muppet Baby. He has an entire bit on Muppet Babies. Yeah, you guys, everybody, at reply Ron Funches and tell him to be on our show. Everybody. Um, but anyway, his stand-up joke was just saying, like, how can they make... Like five of these freaking Madagascar films. Like, yeah. like if my kid wanted to watch the sequel, I just turn on. They're five. They don't fucking know the difference. I turn on the. I'd start playing it again and say, like, "No, it's it's number two. Just watch it." <laughs> that was a John Mulaney joke. It's a machine, and it broke down. Mm. Uh, a bunch of people got laid off. But Walking Dead, you see the. I did watch the season premiere, and um, no spoilers. But a somebody character died. dies. Yeah, yeah. somebody. People. Seem somebody to be died in the finale or the half season finale. Mm-hmm. Why don't? Why do they have half seasons? Just call it a new season. Yeah, well, there, contractually uh, they can't. I bet ugh. it's like these people are only contracted to work for seven seasons, so yeah. they instead make sixteen episode half two well, season. I, mean, I, I prefer that to the. Remember the old way of when we'd watch <laughs> network television show and just. I'm tuning in for a new episode, and then you don't get a new episode for like four weeks, mm-hmm. and then they flip on a new episode. I pre- yeah, yeah. I prefer the long streak to that. And South Park's done that yeah. for years. It's just now, instead of like you never really knowing when it's new or not, mm-hmm. it's like it's always new, and then everyone takes half a December and yep. half a January off, and mm-hmm. then everything comes back. And it's yeah, like, that's that's. Fun. I mean, it doesn't. Like, I guess it's because it's a cable show. Where I'm like, mm-hmm. it, it, does it still follow the rules of uh, half mm-hmm. in fall, half that's, in the I, spring? Or there's whatever. more than. There's like about 20 episodes per season, aren't there? Yeah, that's, that's not that's, that's a not lot. typical of cable. Um, Man. But yeah, this new episode, unlike the last Jeez, episode, everything? the last ep- no, not at all. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 half season finale was like it was a character that they built up for like three episodes, mm-hmm. finally dying, like dying in the last two or three minutes, mm-hmm. and it was kind of shocking. This one, the person um, dies more or less within the first ten minutes, and then the next thirty minutes. Is this person seeing everyone else who had died previously? Kind mm-hmm. of like it, like it's okay. You can come join the the dark. Like that's you're dying. weird. Like yeah, someone just having like a I'm finally dying. This is what it's like. And then it and it just really didn't even resonate because I mean the character has been around for a while, but mm-hmm. is not one of the more popular ones. Ah, Carl got it. Uh-huh. Yep, they find like they would freak people out. I'd love yeah. them to be the first in the next season in the first episode. Like somebody just shoots uh, like uh, Andrew Lincoln in the head. He's just dead <laughs> for real, in real like, life. Yeah, in real life. Um, but okay, so there, but are they introducing any elements from the comics? Uh, not not with this episode because it was ju- it was literally focused on this one character mm-hmm. get dying. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, and, so that's and, all and it was and it was ninety percent this one character and ten yeah. percent the other character showing up at the end. Like, can we save him? No, oh, no. Or can we save him or her? Can we rebuild him? No, we can't. <laughs> yeah, all right, you got to stay. You got to stay uh, pronoun yeah. free there. Him or her? Yeah, and uh, yeah. Someone's comparing it to he- like some. Heroes. Know, he- and it's and it's almost the opposite. Where like heroes sucked because no one ever died. Yeah, Walking Dead sucks because, or it kind of sucks because. 
so many people die except for like two or three that can't die. Mm-hmm. And it they would had the be luxury so detrimental of, to the franchise. They had the luxury of casting A, a popular actor, or B, casting a character from the comic series. There's, yeah. It's easy for them to kill off characters because there's so many new things introduced. Yeah, and and it's almost like they've had two consecutive episodes with quote-unquote big deaths where they're just, you just be, sort of become numb to them. And yeah. this and it's also what it comes... Like, this was a character that I didn't really care about in the first place. Let me and know. he focused an entire episode on it. Blech. Let me know when Negan like, shows up. Or in the, the comics, I liked that character. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, you know... Okay, so that's the, that's the end of the... Of, of Thanks, Dave's, I got to talk. <laughs> Dave's the real talking dead. Yeah. Well, I yeah. The whole so I kept no. seeing commercials for for Talking Dead during Better Call Saul, and I'm like, that is a really thankless job. You have to watch every episode of Walking Dead and and be completely invested in every single one. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. <laughs> um, other things I read this week, I, I read Superman Adventures. Mm-hmm. I went back into these. These were in the '90s during the Superman TV cartoon, the Bruce uh, the Bruce Tim. Superman cartoon. A bunch of that stuff's on sale in Comixology, but uh, they they had an accompanying TV show that, um, or sorry, an accompanying comic to the TV show mm-hmm. that attracted a ton of talent, like Mark Miller, Scott McCloud, and Dan Slott all wrote for it and really? wrote these great self-contained <laughs> Superman stories that were set in that universe, and they're all worth picking up. the uh, The two favorites I read were. Um, Issue number 24 and number 11. Number 11 has, like, one of my favorite parasite stories ever. Mm. And, well, meanwhile, 24 has this great gimmick of... For, for I know. The, no, no, for you Simpsons fans in the audience, oh, it's, a it's reference. 22 short stories about Superman, yeah. where mm-hmm. it's 22 one-page stories in the issue. And it's, it's really fun. I, I liked it a lot. And lastly, I read... Um, this uh, queer comics anthology called Anything That Loves. Hey, we don't say that, Henry. <laughs> I mean this in the positive Oh, ah, okay. Uh, so it was a book about people who are not like exclusively gay or straight, that it's about bisexual people or queer or whatever. And, uh, you know, because of the anthology, the stories go kind of fluctuate from good to not so good in the worst cases they're basically just a pamphlet explaining like well this is what being bisexual really means you should be more sensitive to bisexual people and it's like a buffet with genitals well they they a lot of them have the recurring theme of just like everybody wants you to pick side if you're by if you identify as bisexual gays want to say you're just faking it you don't really you're you're really gay like quit trying to quit trying to be mainstream and then meanwhile straight people are just like oh you're doing it for attention you're not really straight or you're not really gay or whatever so it is an interesting book with it i came to it because uh one of my favorite uh twitter people's kate leth did it mm-hmm. and she's the writer of uh, the bravest warrior comics and mm-hmm. edward scissorhands and she's also a uh she does what? a really fun edward scissorhands the movie the comic there's, there's a comic and comic wow yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. She writes that, and she also has a great we'll series of uh, little comic strips. And she is one of like the she is a strong <laughs> proponent of Bubbleine, aka where Marceline and, and Princess Bubblegum uh, now, slash fiction <laughs> in Adventure Time. I'm a big Edward Scissorhands fan. Uh-huh. Everything that didn't occur inside the house that Vincent Price built was in the movie. Yeah. Uh, hey, look, I, I haven't read the comic. I just know she does like. I'd give her a chance. Check out the Edward I'm looking. I'm looking book. at it right now. Yes. Did anybody else read anything else? I think I did. I just forgot. Um, 
I bought that saga trade and I haven't I haven't even started it yet. Oh, boo hoo! Oh, still haven't read it yet. I I have been reticent to lend uh, my saga trade to one Charlie Barrett. He asked for it. I'm like, you never give anything back. Like <laughs> you've had my Ultimates Volume Two for like six years. <laughs> like uh, that. So I'm I don't I I don't necessarily hey, want to lend him my 18 issue. Another benefit to, to buying digital: you never have to let anybody borrow anything. Ever. Well, I was offering him my humble bundle mm-hmm. digital copy of Saga, but he wants to read a, a paper. He wants to read a physical thing. Well, he can grow old and alone and live in the past. <laughs> he's not going to be. He'll, he'll be less lonely than all of us. He's got a child. He's got a child, a wife, and he's getting really healthy. Yeah. Fuck Charlie Baird. All right. Uh, hey, before we can have a little it, bit of time. Read anything now? We have a little bit Brett? of time before we go. Nut. Did you read anything else, Brett? Are you going to ask me? I hey, Brett. Know. Did you read anything else? Yes, I did. Okay, cool. Uh, ancient something ancient. No, I tried to read. I tried to catch up on New Avengers because mm. it's tying in so closely to this big world reset. Battle world. Is and I've been reading it since the number one. And like most, it's Hickman, right? Yep. Yep. Like most things, it's just getting to the point where like I I can barely tell what's happening anymore. <laughs> it used to be a pretty followable story about. Yep, there's this thing that happens where a world keeps trying to invade Earth, and by that I mean an actual planet planet. that's trying to overlap with ours, and they have to find a way to stop it, and it turns the Illuminati heroes into villains, and they try to use the Infinity Gems to push one away, and they all shatter, except the Time one, which disappears, and that pulls the Avengers into the future. And it, huh? but that's in the Avengers series. That's not even a new Avengers. But then he pulls in all these characters from the Infinity. So Thanos is in it. That Corvus Glaive and all these <laughs> characters. And I'm like, I really didn't like them the first time around because they just seem like cartoonish supervillains. Where like, yeah, my name is Evil Maw, and my face is a skull. <laughs> and it's like, god damn, like it was re- less silly in the <laughs> 70s. Yeah, it's just like I I love Thanos and I love any big epic space story, but like it's so goofy. There's just something about like like Guardians of the Galaxy with the Abnett Landing stuff. It definitely had like it's ridiculous, but like there was something about the way it was presented where you could roll with it. With New mm. Avengers, it's like it is deadly serious, and it should be. And it seemed like it was on a roll until it started getting this heavy. And now there's like, oh my god, you know when a comic starts, especially Hickman things. God, and Infinity did this too, mm-hmm. where the first page is like, here's all the different like groups that are involved, and it's like the Avengers, and here's like little silhouettes. There's and a lot of groups. You should see. <laughs> it, there are so many that they have to start having them be black and white or color, just to <laughs> tell you these are just the ones that are in this issue. Wow. Because there's probably 50 characters on this on this page that you need to like, th- and it's like, dude. You got to thin this out. This is too much shit to keep track of and too much shit to juggle because I felt like I bought... Because the, the reason I stopped is the new issue is out and has... Uh, is it Beyonder on the cover? I can't remember who's on the cover. But it's like... I think I bought like three in a row for $4 and I'm like, I've now spent 12 bucks, And I don't feel like the story has moved at all because it's like, well, then this happened from this character's perspective and this happened from this character's perspective. And it's like, meanwhile, five months to go. Four months to go. It's Three months that's, to go. That's the and I'm like, secret. get to the fuck. Come on. Like, I've that's already gone through so many. the most anger-inducing countdown I've ever seen. I've already gone through so many of these stories where Original Sin was maybe the closest to not being <clears throat> bad. Mm-hmm. But, like, <laughs> but like, same thing with, with Age of Ultron and with 
uh, with Infinity, it was like there was a really cool story that somewhere just flew off the rails, and I can't yeah. figure out what the point of it was. Well, the stories in sort of Axis too. The stories that would have just been like really good Avengers. Yeah, Axis too. Yeah, these things that would have just been good as a self-contained story in Avengers. That then they're like, oh no, no, this is the whole universe. This yeah. takes all of Marvel. Like, I think that's kind of the point. Like. Not to tell something completely coherent, but to like keep people talking about it. But that's yeah. what I. That's uh, what I. Love. It just wore me out. Where I'm like, I I want to catch up. I want uh. to, but I've spent uh, four dollars times twenty five issues, twenty six issues, and I'm like, dude. When, when one a great exception to that rule for me was uh, recently when not that recently now actually but uh, when the heroic age started and Bendis yeah. began mm. just Avengers, oh. like the first storyline was good, but the second storyline was crossover worthy but they kept it in those things which was um the the hood right stole the, the gems. infinity gems that was the a great story infinity gems and he had the gauntlet yeah like, and it was an awesome story it was a really cool story because it was like what happens if like just Bro. a nobody kind of starts getting the gems mm-hmm. and i know they tried to build the hood up as a villain but like it was a good story it i was like a good that little one. farewell for that and that's how the illuminati end up with the gems and that that directly informs what's going on it's just mm-hmm. like I still like this core concept in New Avengers. I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I don't want to keep paying you four dollars to tread water. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's just aggravating. Somebody me. gifted me the 40th issue that was like of, of regular Avengers. I think yeah. that was the lead up to Battle World. Like, but four months. Yeah, and multiple comics. <sighs> it's yep. a lot. Yeah. So the it's... time gym's still around. I was just trying to catch up on all that because I I always read anything that has to do with the gems. So <laughs> I love that shit. But I also caught up with Agent Carter, which has been quite good. Fuck, I haven't seen the last like two or three episodes. It's been really good. Yeah, like, I, I like I, the first three. The first episode was sort of you know it was fine, and I was like I probably wouldn't watch this if it wasn't Marvel related. Mm-hmm. But now that I've watched three or four of them, five of them, I'm like actually this found its foot feet, footing way faster than she. Yeah, it's not getting it's it. It didn't get the same deal, right? It's ten episodes it's once a, a year. Series. It's yeah. a mini series, and it's like I hope you know. I, I hope it gets renewed, but you know, it's the kind of show that doesn't need to run for eight years. Mm-hmm. It's like get two or three, and that would be great. And then, a- Agents of Shield, maybe it again. Do it again in two years. Yeah, and I mean she's good. Like they've started doing ties with the Black Widow program, and there's Ooh. a there's a lot of really good uh, uh, shout outs. Oh yeah, there's there's we have a review on LaserTimePodcast.com. It's it's good. I'm like genuinely surprised, and I haven't caught up with Flash since the break in December. But mm-hmm. again, if you're not watching Flash, it it was great up to December. Wait, what, like like great. Yeah, I really liked it All right. because All right. I said this before, right. but it's like you're that willing. It, it, it is it is unapologetic superhero show. Mm. It has he's in full costume. He's got a full costume. Stuff. Here are the villains. They've got weird powers, and none of this is presented in like a isn't this stupid or silly mm. or campy? It's just like no, he's just the Flash, and it's formulaic because that's TV. <laughs> but mm. it's good. I really like Flash. Mm. When is Agent Carter sent? <clears throat> the or late 40s, early 50s? Yeah, I think it's, it's yeah. post-World War II. Yeah. Post-war, the establishment of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm. Every yeah. time I see stills of that on Hulu+, Plus, it, it looks like Eddie Valiant's girlfriend from Who <laughs> Framed Roger Rabbit, the show. The <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, that, it's that, well, that's pre-war, right? No, it's the, oh, wait. Was Roger Rabbit like 20s or 30s? It's or? post-war. Yeah, okay. it's post-war. Right. That's right. Yeah, 47. That, okay. no. It's that around that same time. Yeah. Yeah. They have color cartoons in there. Mm-hmm. Um, no, all right. You got me. Um, also, sense. sort of okay. related, not related to comics necessarily, but uh, uh, the Philip K. Dick book, mm-hmm. what book ha- books has a show, oh. uh, an Amazon show, The Man in the High Castle, or The Man oh. in the Iron Castle. Is that the pilot? Yeah, it's a, it's a show on Amazon, but it's based off a story that's like, what if what if the Nazis won? Mm-hmm. 
But then it's like, it's America divided into this Japanese Pacific state on the West Coast, and then Nazi-controlled, basically, Kansas all the way over to the East Coast, and then this neutral zone in the middle in the Rockies. And it's neat. It's like, what would San Francisco look like if it was run by the Japanese with a giant Nazi embassy in the middle of town? Like, mm, boy, it sounds expensive. It does. And it, uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, there's only one episode out, but it was good. That's on Amazon. That's book that's, sci-fi that's related. Part of their, their pilot program. And if enough people like it, they'll bring it to... That's, I love that process. I, yeah, though. it's yeah. a cool idea. It does look nicer, like more expensive than a typical show of that yeah, nature. On CW? Starring yeah. The Flash? Yeah. Well, ever since Flash House, looks good. Ever since House of Cards, they've really stepped up their production and at, then, uh, uh, at Amazon. Lastly, uh, okay. well, I'll save my last one for when we go to break. I, wanna okay. t- I, wanna, I would like to toss to break, if I may. All right, well... Uh, we're going to have a really crowded second segment, but I did want to say in news other than the big news, I was really excited to see A-Force got announced. Did you see that? The, uh, no. It's the all-ladies oh, yes, Avengers yeah. A-Force, written by two women, including G. Willow Wilson, the, crea- the creator of Ms. Marvel. I, Ms. Marvel. Seeing that image, like I don't know all those characters very well, mm-hmm. but I would buy things with them on it as a kid because uh, the women were always allowed to be more colorful. Yeah, and, they, and, they look interesting. Yeah, and so that 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 picture just brought that like late '80s heart like started swelling. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh my god, that's the, all the colors that I loved. I, I would purchase based on the on the palette. The, I read some great. Uh, there were yeah. a couple funny news stories that pointed out that it was supposed to be revealed. Like Marvel was talking it up like on the View today, a big announcement, and they didn't do it on the freaking View. Like it got bumped from the View. Wow. And so there were all these people who were just like... Talk about Rosie O'Donnell's the, bunion. That they said, <laughs> that I watched the whole view and Marvel didn't even announce their thing? Fuck you! I, that's, like, that's one of the, the synergistic things about Disney and Marvel that I really can't fucking stand. Yeah, I, it's announced on the view. Well, and that they didn't even do it. Like, they yeah. gave it to the view and, the, and apparently it wasn't good enough for the view. Uh, and then the other big news, which if it wasn't for the real big news this week, I think mm-hmm. I would have definitely talked about this more. And sorry, DC people. But DC announced last week That's a lot, crazy. like a crazy reshuffling of stuff. Like they're I canceling like half their books. I like it too. Like New 52, if you look at it now, mm-hmm. it seemed very conservative in what types of sh- books they did. Yeah. Like they, they weren't well, taking not at a first. ton. Not at first, but they, they weren't taking a ton of risks. Mm-hmm. Now, after Convergence and... This soft reboot, it's more like an all-new Marvel type. It's like a, a new Marvel well, type reboot, not a, not a new 52 mar- reboot. But, it not, but it's, it's not a continuity reboot. Yeah. It's just a, 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 an editorial philosophy where continuity isn't that important anymore. Yeah, and that they're dumping... And I like that. And then they're dumping half the books and having some books that are just like, these are in whatever continuity we feel like. Yeah. And, and they're also ones that... Like, the big one is Prez, P-R-E-Z, which is like... A 1970s concept of the, uh, the first teenager elected president, and it's what? crazy. Like <laughs> that it was a, awesome. Yeah, and now they're making that now. And then also, Hitman is getting its own spinoff, which is crazy because like Hitman is Hitman's joke team of superheroes. Section Eight is mm. getting their own book, uh, and then Black Canary is getting a new book, which looks really Uh-oh. cool. Like I'm really yeah, Angela, that. and apparently Brian Hitch is doing his own Justice League, which. Like, unless he's been secretly wow. working on it for four years, yeah. mm-hmm. that book's not coming out <laughs> regularly. And also, Jeff Johns is only down to one book a month, which is a big deal for... I, I wonder yes, what Justice he's League? 
Uh, yeah, just Justice League. Like he's he finished that first run on Superman. His first storyline was Superman, and now he's off it. Like, so yeah, that was the DC stuff would have been the biggest news this week, but something else happened, which we will talk about after the break. But Brett, what was the thing you wanted to throw to the break with? Uh, so related to comics and manga and anime. Uh, uh, Dotflist has been posting uh, his stuff, uh, the Aww. YouTube channel, and posting his, his very amusing uh, and lovely uh, what I had musical been... themes. And he had asked us, uh, uh, he had put the and it's Hot TV Dad or what, Hot, 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 da- hot, hot dad, dad TV uh, TV, but hotdad.bandcamp.com. I've been saving that for the break and the end of the show because I knew this would happen. People were like, "What was that song?" I told you what it was. You're yeah. skipping. Yep. You're yeah. skipping the plugs. Yeah. Oh, but, that, people I not always skip. told you what it was. I told you where you could get it for free. Yeah. People always skip. Yeah, it's on the page too. But, but yeah, to I throw it a play, to throw it a break specifically, mm-hmm. uh, I messaged him just saying like thanks, and he's like, dude, that's ah, great. Yeah. Uh, did you have any requests? And I'm like, Sailor Moon, please. Ah. And then he did Sailor Moon. Whoa! So uh, please enjoy this Sailor Moon song from Dotflist, uh, and enjoy, and please pay him money. Hi again, everybody. This is The Break for the episode 124. And as usual, I just wanted to say thank you very much for listening. With your support is what keeps the show going. It helps keep my energy up and and your interest in in all that really, really helps me out. I really do appreciate it. So thank you guys very much. But if you'd like to help out in more ways than just by listening, go to lasertimepodcast.com. On that website, on the left side of the screen, you'll see a bunch of buttons and stuff. There's one for PayPal. Click on that Donate button, and you can just give a little bit of money our way. It's the easiest, quickest, most direct way to help out the site, keep the wheels greased, and keep all this free entertainment a-flying. Also, right below that, there's a t-shirt store. You can buy a Laser Time t-shirt. There's a bunch of great ones. Just buy them off there. That helps us out, too. Or, on the right side of the screen, there's a bunch of links to Amazon. Now, you don't have to buy what we're suggesting. But just buy anything through that link, and a little bit of money comes our way. Also, if you're listening on iTunes, please, please subscribe, and please give us a review. I always love seeing new reviews. I saw a couple of good new ones, so please keep it up. Review us if you haven't done it yet. It really helps visibility of the show. And lastly, now it's time for the Hanks Corner Pick of the Week. Uh, this week's pick is the Superman Adventures set. I talked a little briefly about Superman Adventures in, in the article about how many cool, awesome, self-contained Superman stories there are out there. And some of the best ones were collected in uh, some Superman Adventures collections, which are all available on Amazon. You can buy a link to them. Or you can buy them through the link on this week's episode. So go to Cape Crisis episode 124 on lasertimepodcast.com and you'll see a link to that and a bunch of the other comic books we've talked about in this very episode. Alright, now back to the rest of the show. Avengers Assemble! Spider-Man, ooh, 
sense is tingling because we're back baby in uh, uh part two of episode 124 of the energy crisis uh well i am so full of energy chris because the thing i dreamed about have wait have, have whined about on this podcast so many times yeah. became Music. a real true reality truth this on is, Monday night at midnight East Coast time. It's one of those rare occasions where I've been saying something for weeks and I was right, and I'm glad I was. So, Very glad. In case you were living under a rock, guys, um, <laughs> I don't know who I was impersonating there. Uh, unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard that Spider-Man is going to appear in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and that... As, as part of a big, wow. Wow. Let's keep going. As as part of a special deal between Sony and Marvel Studios, yeah. and it was this, the thing that sounded that was leaked in the Sony emails, but then sounded like it wouldn't happen, and but now it has, and that Sony will still own the Spider-Man film property and finance and have final creative control on it, which I'm sure we'll get into later, but. Mm-hmm. But that it is being co-produced with Marvel, like Kevin Feig, mm-hmm. who has been like pointed to as the brain guy, the man behind creatively Did you all say Marvel he's films. The leader. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's uh, yeah. Timothy Bottoms. No, that's not it. Who played the leader? I forget. Uh, the guy the from Gamma Juice leaked on his brain. Yep. <laughs> Every that's one character that's been forgotten. But anyway, you know what I found interesting? All right, is reading something in Variety about it, where it looks <laughs> sort of like no money has exchanged hands, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. Where people can like this is about making money in the future, not about how much money, how many piles we exchange now. It's an interesting promotional Yeah, deal. and I think they said that Variety had pointed out that there might be like back-end deals in place for the producers should the movie go over a certain threshold. Sure. But Marvel gets to use the character without paying yep. uh, indiscriminately, and fucking and Sony gets to make, the, make all the money off of their movies. And make Spider-Man cool again and, and they promote have... him with the coolest thing in the world. But Spider-Man being in an Avengers movie or a Captain America movie... Civil War, baby! ...adds a lot of marketing clout. Yeah. yeah, it opens up so many doors and it it it's just like this thing you never thought you'd see. Or like, I think we knew it couldn't happen but wanted to see it happen. Mm-hmm. While children everywhere just... They, they don't know business behind things. So they're just like... <laughs> Why doesn't Spider-Man movie Spider-Man hang out with movie Cap? Why doesn't Spider-Man ever talk to Captain America? Because in the books he talks to Captain America. I literally, like, I literally heard that question in like two different panels at Mar at, at Comic Con last year. Like, oh, that's so sad. Children come up and ask the the mm. president of the company, like, you know, why won't Spider-Man hang out with them? And you know, all the adult comic like people just scoff, like, <laughs> we know the answer to that. Yeah. Get oh. out of here! I was just, never five. Some I fat dude shoves him aside because life isn't fair. Anyway, <laughs> in issue four seventy three, uh, yeah, like Man, so. What was the last comic to get to four seventy three? <laughs> um, 
So yeah, the big deal with it is that like that that Spider Man is gonna be in seemingly Civil War, but if that's the case, then does that mean like Civil War is like is it the unmasking of Spider Man? Is that gonna is that why he's there? I don't know why you need Spider Man to do that necessarily. I think their their take on Civil War might be so different that yeah, it may not require the unmasking of Spider Man. But if but it, will he, but everyone else has a secret identity. Well, will he be a central character to it? Will he just be in like two scenes and arrested? Probably a few and, scenes. If, yeah. I, if people they were speculating if he was, they're going to shoot new scenes for Age of Ultron. No, they're not. But they've I only, feeling, they made a deal for one movie. I have a feeling they're going to reshoot the Stinger at the end of the film. Now, I, yeah, that Ooh. could very well happen. Like they they don't. That'd be better than just. No, that, but they've got to cast that Spider-Man yeah, too. That, that, so. that, sorry, that's coming yeah. up so fast. Actually, well, it's, it's two months. Well, that's that's a, a stinger yeah. doesn't have to cast anybody. Couldn't it just be like a CG. I mean, right, it could just be a Spider-Man. It, but I mean, yeah. if anything, because it's the introduction of a Spider-Man movie, you would probably have the stinger. Well, I don't know if that even messes with the stinger because, mm-hmm. like, the what, what based on some of the the, the advanced information, like they've got to start setting up Wakanda. They've got to start setting up yeah, Ant Man. Like whatever a lot that of phase three stuff. whatever that stinger is is kind of like well, which way do you go? Because even Captain the Avengers, Marvel also, mm-hmm. yeah, well that might be far enough out. But like, by the way, there was a rumor that Angelina Jolie might direct the Captain Marvel. Movie. I the the rumor was the lady who directed Unforgiven or Unbreak. What is it called? Unbroken. Unbroken. Uh, oh, uh, that, that they, that they that's wanted... Angelina Jolie. Is it? Yes, that it is. It's interesting. Who's Angelina Jolie? Uh, Brad Pitt's wife. <laughs> All right. <laughs> She had a double mastectomy. Uh, that would be cool. She was in Tomb Raider. Kenneth Branagh. Oh, t- the Tomb Raider's going di- uh, anyway. <laughs> to... Now, we are getting to that world where Lara Croft is going to direct a Captain Marvel movie. Though, speaking of Captain Marvel, like, <laughs> Spider-Man, the other effect, mm-hmm. what, which is helpful for Sony, mm-hmm. is that Spider-Man moved Marvel films. Like that was, it, that was pretty nice. Spider-Man took the date of Black Panther. Like, here's Spider-Man taken from the black guys again. But it shoved <laughs> everything else off, too. Yeah. It makes well, that whole conference they had pointless. It should have just been like an announcement of logos. He took he took Black Panther's spot. And so, well... Wait, as a dedi- as a solo... As just a Spider-Man movie? Yeah. yeah. The, the Spider-Man movie of July 28th, 2017, I believe mm-hmm. is the date. That was Black Panther's date. Uh-huh. Now, Black Panther moved to November... Which was Thor's date. Thor 3's date moved to Captain Marvel's date. Captain Marvel's date moved to Inhuman's date. Mm. And Inhuman's date moved till after Infinity War. Wow. <laughs> the Avengers films are the only ones that went untouched. Yes. The final Avengers film has been moved uh, to after the end of the world. Yeah. That's <laughs> So they all moved. And I, but that that is to make... I mean, that is a nice thing of Sony, of, of Marvel 2, to Sony to say like, okay, we're not going to have... We won't compete with you for a movie. You get you get this day. Well, that they, Spider-Man they, gets July because they set up that day and they could never get it together. But if that's uh, that's a Marvel Studios Spider-Man film. No, Sony is still the final say on it. Yeah, which, but they're, they're right. working with Marvel. They're co-producers. On. They're I thought they said Marvel. On. It's a Marvel Studios yeah. produced Spider-Man movie. Yes, Me- meaning, but that, it's still Sony's. Meaning also, that other characters, I'm pretty sure from the MCU, can interact with yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. and that Neat. whole like Spider-Man creative control thing, like for Sony, I maybe maybe this is it. Maybe it's not, and it'll all come down to like who's in the room and who's got a big ego or whatever. But like, I just get this sense that like Sony's exhausted, and the people who mm-hmm. people who work around or in the franchise are just like. Look, it's a whole lot of work to make a movie that gets sort of a lukewarm reaction. It makes money, it's profitable, but man, what a what a mm-hmm. bunch of work 
like to make this thing that ends up coming out. It's not lighting the world on fire. So, frankly, Marvel, you take it, you deal with it, and unless it's some like grievous like thing that we think is damaging, some bizarre long-term Sony vision mm-hmm. will use biocomputers. Yeah, well, he has it, to use biocomputers. It also and he loves his Walkman. <laughs> it also means that like that stupid Spider-Man universe they were setting up throughout the films to create this awful, dumb, unnecessary franchise around Spider-Man because he needed to be bigger than Spider-Man doesn't have to happen Yeah, anymore. that's yeah. all, like, thank God it that's... dead, and per- it's being treated as pretty much a given that Andrew Garfield is out. He's not... I, is, I saw that out. confirmed. I, I thought that was confirmed. I've been seeing that confirmed for a long time, and that's, that's uh. probably the... That might be one of the bigger tragedies about it all because he was the yeah. he was the least wrong thing wrong he was a good actor in a thing that wasn't right for him like mm-hmm. they were and Mark Webb was a he's a good director but a, not a good action how, I don't why, how they hired that guy nothing against the guy the mm-hmm. movies look like movies well the, uh, yeah, that's they, the thing is they look like movies they look well, like movies speaking of speaking of Andrew Garfield's like he, people I, I had a conversation with somebody yesterday that said well, it was obvious he was going to quit because, like, he was being a dick in interviews. Like, mm-hmm. he was just saying, yeah, they screwed up Spider-Man 2. They rewrote everything or edited out well, all these it, great scenes and it didn't make sense. It looked like a profoundly mismanaged project. Yeah. That they would and, announce release dates and sequels and then, like, no, nah, we, we just lost everybody involved. Never mind. Every writer quit. We don't know what we're doing. Yes. And, like, technically, well, I also think they got rid of, uh, they would drop Garfield because mm-hmm. he... They well, he he was very clear in interviews that I read of him saying like I have one film left I did a three film deal mm-hmm. implying he didn't want to do more but well, I don't know whose decision the, it's seven film deals now people yeah. do giant long deals they don't they're not going to restart like oh let's get Spider Man off on a fresh start but this one guy's only going to do the first movie but the hat button rumor is uh, I want to say the kid from Maze Runner <laughs> well yes oh. but, or but Percy it, Jackson but it's also that I think via maybe Marvel mandate uh-huh. that they return Spider-Man to high school. Well, yeah, like ultimate Peter Parker. Yeah. Like totally, like, yeah, I could see that. No, I think it would be best if Spider-Man in this universe is like in the ultimate universe where yeah. he's a kid. Or yeah. like the ultimate Spider-Man cartoon, like which is basically think, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Did you say that in your article on latertimepodcast.com that, what if it was Miles Morales? That Fucking would, cool. No, that would be really cool. I think, all right, so... This definitely sparked up new things of, okay, it's got to be Donald Glover now. Like, huh. And I think Donald Glover is too old now to be the young Spider-Man. Like, Especially, Donald Glover could be Peter Parker. He could not be Miles Morales because mm-hmm. Miles Morales is like 15 at the oldest. I, like, I think he's like 13 or 14. He started, Super young. They did a, they did a ship with him. Pre-pubescence. But, but, so he can play him, but I do think like I uh, Miles could come in from a storytelling standpoint, if Spider, if Peter Parker died in Civil War, and then Miles Morales was the star of the new Spider-Man series, Holy shit. that would be really neat. Like that would be a really interesting. It seems like a thing. lot of work though to, to establish a Spider-Man, but that would not happen because yeah, it's just it's a, especially because Marvel. Sorry, uh, uh, my thought is because Marvel just got back Spider-Man in yeah. their playground. They want Peter Parker. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean I. I I do want them to make because Miles Morales is actually really good, and I wish that he like that character embodies what the Ultimate Universe should have been in the first place, mm-hmm. which is actually mix things up and give people an alternative. Um, but like you said, like they they've never been able to touch Peter Parker and have that yeah. story. So 
So, but I mean, it would be it would be a real ballsy move if they killed him. Like his death is civil war, right. and then Miles Morales is the new Spider-Man in the next film. I can't like, imagine that happening. Yeah, well, I, not, not, well, not the death of Peter Parker. I can imagine the other thing. Well, it's just that there's there's also the sad fact of films that how many tentpole film releases not just superheroes but tentpole mm-hmm. film releases star anybody other than a white man like I don't want to sound like it's SJW blah 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 but like seriously like how many how many do Vin Diesel who's like like <laughs> uh, it, it doesn't Trying, happen that much oh, yeah, uh, I, 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 men I, in uh, black one every, once every 10 years okay <laughs> other than other than Will Smith and uh, I mean you've got Black Panther movie but that's, that's a big deal that's a big Black deal Panther. but it is like there's so few that you can name Oh, there's this one mm-hmm. and Blade. Like that's kind of it. Like it's very rare, and so again, that's another like big risk that I think Sony would be averse to. But see, I, I don't know. I man, oh, I wish uh, they could do Miles Morales, but in the Netflix TV, <laughs> that'd be interesting. Uh, because be him, him as a kid with in Daredevil's New York yeah. seems like that's more like what I'd want to see, perhaps than trying to sandwich in Spider-Man into these very. Because at the end of the day, Spider-Man. They're all building to the gems mm-hmm. and Thanos, and it's like in that level, Spider-Man doesn't really contribute much. Mm-hmm. Certainly not in the in the original version. Well, like in the original, in the original Infinity Gauntlet, but also just in general with those cosmic stories, it's mm-hmm. you can buy Cap, you can buy Thor, you can buy uh, Iron Man, but like Spider-Man, he's he's u- he's usually there. He makes jokes. He's funny, but uh, he'll get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Uh, so. I wrote up a whole thing on this the night it happened, and, and it uh, one of the I most made com- a gif. <laughs> yeah, well, those images were all great to do because mm-hmm. I didn't realize how well, how cathartic it would feel to share pictures of, like <laughs> from the comics, seeing Spider-Man hanging out with the Avengers yeah. is a very normal thing, mm-hmm. but to share pictures of them in the context of Spider-Man now gets to hang out with Avengers in a movie. Like that was really cool. Like, you know, and by the way, Dave, I feel like I've not allowed you to talk on it. Do you have any opinions on the? Not really. Okay. <laughs> I we talked a little bit about it during that Spider. We did. Stream. We streamed Spider-Man: Web of Shadows for like the last time he got it's... to interact with all these different like well, could... Lego mm. in the Lego Marvel. Game. That's true, but just like not as like Spider-Man, Spider-Man. You know, mm-hmm. um, and it turns out that game doesn't hold up as well as. So it's really just like Marvel is doing everything, but Sony's getting the money. It's or is Sony no. doing like? Are, is Sony doing the? Sony wants to keep making money, whereas yeah. Marvel wants to keep its characters together yeah. and relevant. Well, from uh, another business standpoint, I think. Marvel is going to help Sony make money with Spider-Man, but by doing it in a, a better way. Yeah. A well, better way. Which no, is what we wanted all along. Yeah. So it's, it's and, fine. And also, Marvel... I, I read this great opinion thing that, like, Marvel owns the merch rights mm-hmm. to Spider-Man, mm-hmm. not Sony. So mm-hmm. when... If that movie's huge... They could make as much money off merchandise yeah. Yeah. as they would off of the film itself. Like, yeah, so. which is which is another reason why you do a Morales, a younger one, because there's more merch. And when just thinking, because somebody had written instead of like making this stupid universe in a dumb train where P- Peter Parker's dad hid things <laughs> to just to make a stupid <laughs> yeah. universe. Like, Spider-Man was so big in the 90s, he had Web of Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man, and Amazing Spider-Man. They, they were all had decidedly different tones. Yep. You could have different tones well, of Spider-Man movies come out like that. And in the Ultimate Universe, Miles Morales exists alongside, briefly, Peter Parker. And you could have a Miles Morales mm-hmm. in this as a Spider-Man movie in addition to a Peter Parker Spider-Man movie. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, um, do you think there's any chance that the same thing happens to Fox? 
Certainly not. Do, no, no like, I, I, I disagree. I think their deal is way worse with Fox. Like, I don't know that it, they have the... Also, X-Men kind of got back on its feet. So, I think yeah. Fox... Historically, historically, Fox has been more combative with Marvel than Sony. Sony didn't not have the Spider-Man uh, merch rights, but they, they gave up things to Marvel. Like, Sony did have the cartoon rights, but then they mm-hmm. gave it to Marvel. Mm-hmm. So... They've been more conciliatory mm. to them. And also, Sony is desperate for money. Mm-hmm. Fox is not. Yeah. Like, and like, Fox was close to buying Warner this year, last year. Marvel never, Fox like... Where's actually, all that money? So the big rumor... Fox News. The big rumor that this was all about yeah. is leading to a place where Marvel or Disney buys Sony. I could 100% have. And that, oh, that yeah. Is, the idea is that, like... We all know the state of that company now. That and Disney, it's completely possible. Yeah, that Disney would position itself to... Like, yes. well, we'll just buy Sony. Yes. This is just practice of like, oh, let's let all executives get to know each other because eventually we will and buy And we keep calling you. it Sony, but it still is Columbia Pictures. Like, yeah. Although I think Sony, the Sony Sony's logo now appears. Sony's all over it. Yeah. Maybe now that uh, when uh, once Disney owns Sony, we'll get those Mad About You DVDs. Thank God. Thank <laughs> God. You guys see those? Those are the saddest emails. What? Oh, Paul yes. Reiser emailing like, guys, oh, what's America wants these uh, Mad About You DVDs. Uh, poor Paul Reiser. No, not poor Paul. I saw Whiplash, and he is great in Whiplash. Okay. Paul so, Reiser. All right. But, well, well, I, I, I don't no, care. keep going. Well, I don't remember. So we had comments, a lot of comments on that article, and I mm-hmm. want to read some of my favorites from uh, uh, what the community, the Laser Time community, has to say about the Spider-Man Marvel Cinematic Universe thing. <laughs> Uh, okay, so to the Matt Cave says, uh, I'm super excited. Uh, I'm super excited about this. For one, it means more content in the MCU, which is great. But just the thought of seeing Spider, uh, of seeing Spidey with any of the MCU characters just makes me happy. I'd be okay with bringing back either of Sony's Spider Men just mm-hmm. so you could show you could show up in Civil War, be unmasked, and have some weight to the unmasking due to the previous films. I, I to be honest with myself. Thinking of Robert Downey Jr. saying the word Spider-Man <laughs> fills me with all sorts of excitement. Uh, that does feel good. Or like, man, Spider-Man and the Hulk mm-hmm. on the same screen together? Oh, mm-hmm. boy. Mm-hmm. Only seeing Hulk and Wolverine together would make me more excited. Mm-hmm. But Yeah. All right. Sunny D said, I'm excited for this Spidey news, but it brings some unpredictability to the movies, such as, will he make an appearance in Avengers? Which MCU characters will be in a Spider-Man movie? My guess is one of the street-level heroes. And who will be Spider-Man? It will also be interesting to see how uh, how much Marvel gave up to secure the rights to Spidey. But again, Nothing. like we think it was Nothing. Yeah, just a non like no money change hands. Hagel said, "Bring back Toby or no sale." The only thing amazing about the last two movies is he's forty. Is, is that they try the only thing amazing about the last two movies is they tried to portray a super cool, handsome, well dressed skateboarder as a social outcast. He's got a goofy <laughs> face. <laughs> Big hair. Uh, Fearless Raven says, I'm excited about the deal, but also incredibly hesitant. Having Spider-Man in other Marvel films is great, but letting Sony have final creative control over the characters seems like uh, over the characters seems like a risky proposition. Mm-hmm. The amount that Amazing 1 and 2 were reshot, re-scripted, and messed around with the... Um, Shows that they don't know exactly what they're doing with the character. Now have those some, have some of those have those same folks have influence over the MCU, and I get really worried. Mm. Though uh, though, here's a good counterpoint. To uh, that. Somebody had pointed out uh, some journalist that thank God Avi Arad's name is not mentioned at all well, in any of these press releases. Here's the next part. Ever. Pedo Bearclaw says. 
One, I really hope Marvel made stipulations to keep Avi Arad's hands off this iteration of Spider-Man. And that technically he is an executive producer now, which, though that technically sounds like so he'd have Stan more. Lee. Yeah, it, <laughs> you'd think an executive producer would have more power than a producer, but it actually means he has less day-to-day. And probably it's just like, a. If some people are hoping that means it is a role that just says, we respect you, but we don't have to listen to you. Go away. Uh, and then, second... Please hire an actor who is in their early 20s. I don't want to see a 30-year-old playing 17, mm-hmm. dating a 22-year-old playing a 17-year-old. And then third, fuck it. Just put Emma Stone in his Spider-Gwen. <laughs> She's <laughs> the perfect Spider-Man. Right age range, excellent comic timing, and would le- give you a leading female role instantly. P.S. Please bring back J.K. Simmons. Uh, oh, yes. He was great. Yes. <clears throat> I, and I think that is going to happen. So yeah, those were I. He, I think game. he'd want to come back too. Like he'd just give him a just slightly less cartoonish hair. Like that's all. <laughs> Which like, game was he in? Um, just sorry, uh, Disney Infinity, uh, Marvel. Well, he's all very. He's uh, he's he's game for it. Like, he's I not think I've game read for it. Inter- I, again, I've read I, interviews with him saying like I'd come back. He's a- I watched Whiplash and man, you just it, it, he just hosted SNL. Yeah, well. you want him to be a part. <laughs> Why recast the role with anybody else? For yeah. fuck's sake! Yeah. It's only it's like a three minute part every time. Yeah. Well, now and he, he was probably one of the best parts of all three of those movies. He's made the most entertaining gifts to come out of any all five of those movies. Yeah. I I loved the, the line in the first movie where Peter Parker says like, oh, "You can't say this about him. It's slander." And he's like, "No, nah, it's a print libel." And print is libel. My favorite yeah. thing is like, I, which I still say to this day, is when he hands him his first pictures. That, he, that Peter Parker took and Jameson's Crash. looking at him. Crap, crap, hmm. mega crap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, that that uh, is... Anytime someone hands me three of anything, uh, I can't not go crap, <laughs> crap, mega crap. Note to and, self, never give Brett anything. And uh, <laughs> nobody nobody ever gets it. And so, I'm like, no, 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 it's from Spider-Man. I don't think these are crap. <laughs> so with Spider-Man... <laughs> Uh, it's like three drawings your niece made. No, I, <laughs> this I, is from before you were born. <laughs> I'm hoping by Comic Con they'll at least have a director picked mm-hmm. out because that will really set the tone for everything. That like, we'll make three different Spider Men, big screen Spider Men, in one decade. I I am also hoping that this means no origin. Please, yes, no, no origin. origin. I don't like, believe that'll happen again. Nobody needs to know. Everybody knows already. Yeah, we, we won't have to get like... He's practically fucking Jesus at this point. Everybody knows what happened. Yeah, you wouldn't need to do like, here's a movie about his origin story, but... Let alone if the, focus on an hour and a half oh my, on it. Oh my god, that. Oh. Jesus. And just watch Uncle Ben die again. Yes. again. Um, some, some tweet that was saying he's... Uncle Ben stuck in the worst episode of worst worst version of Groundhog Day ever. Used <laughs> to get killed. By the uh, way, man, when 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 John Stewart quit the Daily Show the next day, mm-hmm. everybody was tweeting, "He's quitting it to be Spider Man, the new Spider Man." John Stewart. Like I saw that joke five thousand times. All right, I never saw it. But it's sad about that. God, yeah, good, good with the it. bad. Jesus Christ, it's, that was like within minutes of each other. It was weird to yeah to. It, you know, this feels like the first time this has truly happened to in in our generation at least that seeing somebody like take on a Johnny Carson level thing like yeah. he's, mm-hmm. he's done it for 17 years we've all watched it like I watched mm-hmm. him from the beginning too. on there and so to hear like now he's gone like he's gonna leave this guy who was doing it for a better part of 20 years who told you what to think about politics 
Now he's quitting. It's like, just this weird life consistency thing where it's like our whole childhood, not our whole childhood, but most of our childhood. Adulthood. I, and, and certainly adolescence and adulthood, it was uh, it was Jay Leno and uh, I, I have Letterman. Letterman. I have that with Letterman, but Stewart, Stewart did something a little bigger than oh, comedy I think in a late so night too. show. Yeah, I think like, so too. Seriously, who's going to watchdog this shit now? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Reddit? Well, I would think they, they Daily Show is going to continue. Yeah, Maybe. there's there's someone who can step up and take that. I, but I kept trying to think of who. who yeah, could it if be? only John Oliver hadn't left, it yeah. would have been John Oliver. Yeah, totally. I mean, he could, I'm sure, whatever deal he has with HBO is a... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, comedy, I don't know if uh, Comedy Central can outbid HBO. I never understood I HBO like for... I he'd want the exposure of being on The Daily Show. Yeah. Yeah. And the prestige of HBO. HBO, HBO having yeah. two topical news shows that have seasons where they go away for eight months. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. It doesn't really work. All right, so. It doesn't, it doesn't remind right. me of one of my favorite John Stewart jokes from The Daily Show is when mm-hmm. he was like, he, it was an old bit he did. I don't think he, he, he's done it in years where he would like superimpose himself in like a still image. Oh, yes. He's talking to Spider-Man that. and he's like, all right, when you're talking to lawyers or whatever, when you're talking to people in Hollywood, your name is Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, Hans Spiderman. <laughs> All right, uh, so let's get into the community segment here yes. uh, to wrap this up with last week's question of the week. What was it? Which uh, it was: What shocking cliffhanger splash page uh, comic thing do you remember? Like based on the crazy endings of like dun dun dun. This like like Dave most shocking splash page cliffhanger. Um, well, so, it, I'm betting it's Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, just because I can't think of anything else. But like, the, I remember the one that disappointed me the most was uh, Rick's wife, Lori. Like, she's mm-hmm. being held. Lori! It, it's during the, the oh, governor's. Oh, that was lame as the hell. The governor's siege. Uh, she's, like, the last page is mm-hmm. him, like, entering the, in, the prison, looking for Lori, opens the door. It's uh, Ange, Angela? The doctor. Uh, yeah, like, mm-hmm. holding holding up Lori, holding a gun to her head. I'm like, oh, my God, is he's being betrayed from within. This is crazy. And then... It's the the very first page in the next issue is like no we're just doing this so the governor wouldn't uh, attack us. Well, uh, like we're trying we're trying to throw him off. Yeah, we're out. trying to pretend we're part of the governor's crew so we wouldn't be captured. Yeah. It's like, Elson got shocking cliffhanger last uh, page. I was trying to think of one, but I can't really right. off well, top of my head. That's okay. You don't if know you comics think, very well. If you think of, <laughs> if you think of one by the end of reading these things, I would love to hear it. Um, so, Doctor Doctor Pepper said, DDP. "In the alt, in the penultimate uh, issue of Whedon's Astonishing Avengers run, Kitty Pride, who is my favorite X Men, mm-hmm. Cyclops is my second. Kick rocks if you hate him. Uh, Kitty Pride <laughs> is about to be fired into space while phased inside a giant bullet headed towards Earth. Anyone who read Astonishing New Whedon and Cassidy were lousy with deadlines, and the finale took months. So mm. seeing that cliffhanger must have been, like, torturous to know, mm. like, well, what's going to happen to Kitty Pride? This will take forever. That sounds like some Alf shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> my name is my name, says, when Quasar is killed by Thanos in issue 24 of Guardians of the Galaxy, all the time you think Guardians of the Galaxy will end with Warlock emerging from this cocoon and talking and taking on the, his evil half, the Magus, and instead out comes Thanos, who... Who kills Phi Lavelle on the last page? I thought she'd just be attacked and be okay in the next issue, but it was. But that was it for her, and she hasn't been in a comic since. Like, yeah, poor Phi Lavelle. That uh, that really sucks. Yeah. Uh, Shin brought up one that you did, Chris, as well. The mm. I've got better things to do with the rest of my life page from Amazing Spider-Man six ninety eight mm-hmm. when Otto revealed himself to have taken over Spider-Man's brain. Yeah. 
Uh, he said, I've spent days going through issues trying to figure out... I, I spent days going through issues trying to figure out when the mind switch happened. Mm. Says Shin. Uh, mm. And Triscuitable says, if I said anything from JoJo or Parasite, then I'd sound like a broken record and spoil stuff for people who are watching the anime. So I just chose... Uh, so I choose Saga 24 with the most unlikely alliance ever, which was a great a great one. Uh, then Batman number 12, Batman and Robin number 12, says Batman Boy 11, which is after the strange lingering absence uh, since ba- Batman R.I.P., the Joker finally returned, having been under the guise of a, de- of a detective he murdered who was investigating the Joker's crimes. It was, it was a crazy reveal. It really yeah, I really want more... I want that next Batman issue so bad. Uh, Raccoon Hale says, In Civil War, when Spidey revealed his identity, because I was truly wondering what would happen next. It was all awful, but that was a cliffhanger. Mm. Uh, And then Watership Down Syndrome says, Not a cliffhanger, but the last page of the graphic novel I'll never forget, We Three by Grant Morrison. I won't spoil it, but the last page is both bittersweet and heart-wrenching. One thing, it's not a comic, but I mean... Season six of Next Gen, that was uh, Shatner I, doing what? Shut up! <laughs> uh, I I had seen the season five finale, Time Zero, but I wasn't. I didn't really. I I would like the show, but I wasn't so in, totally invested quite yet. But by the time the next season finale came around, it was season six, and that's Descent. It's where the Borg come back, and Data's brother Lore has kind of taken some of these messed up Borg and tried to give them a purpose. And then the episode ends with Data kind of getting in with Lore and being sort of reprogrammed slash convinced that he's right and gets emotions. And the, the episode ends with Lore telling Data, I want you to kill Picard. And Data picks up a phaser and then it goes black. And then you have from May until September. All ho- summer vacation to think about it. With no internet and no... <laughs> there, and there's no, and you're just like... Wah, wah, wah. So Is that the thing that's referenced in um, First Contact? Uh, well, I mean, you that, mean the emotion chip or what? No, he, he talks about his time with the Borg. Yeah, that's... Well, for Data, that's probably it, yeah. yeah. And he for, also references having sex with Tashiar, too. That's in the season one episode, um, Naked Now. What's Anyways, <laughs> uh, but there's a season three cliffhanger that's the best uh, of both worlds. That is the Borg thing where... That was a big one for a oh, lot of people. Oh, he says, I'm Locutus. And well, like, that happens in that episode. But well, I thought that was the To Be Continued. No, the To Be Continued is Riker saying fire. Because oh, shit. Yeah. They'd been building a weapon that they thought could destroy the Borg. And that, and now Picard is one of them. And they're like, oh, my God. But then behind the scenes, people were thinking, like, we think, Shat- we think Patrick Stewart's contract is up. We don't think he has to come back for season four. The writer, uh, Pillman... Pillar, Michael Pillar, Brian Pillman, Brian Pillman, <laughs> Brian Pillman, amazingly talented man, uh, very alive. Michael Pillar, both of them not alive. Um, they uh, he was said interviews like he specifically wrote it thinking like uh-huh, I won't be here either. I'm going to write this impossible scenario to get out of. <laughs> and then it turns out both me and Patrick Stewart were back, and this was now my problem. So <laughs> uh, that is that's pretty. Cool. I also I like was reading it. Infinity Gauntlet as it was releasing. So that end of issue three when they all. Storm yeah. out, and Thanos is just standing there with his arms crossed. I had to wait that, actually wait those thirty days to be like, Oof. Well, that's hard. <laughs> uh, I right. remember that so clearly, man. Driving to the comic store that day, it's great. So this week's question of the week is uh, inspired by A Force because uh, I, you know, uh, I, I was thinking something Spider-Man film related, but we already got all those comments on the movie anyway indeed, on the article. Indeed. But uh, so A Force related, just simple. 
Who's your favorite female super character? Um, probably mine, and that's why I was kind of excited about it. Um, mm-hmm. Who was my favorite superhero team back in the day? Hank, can you guess it? Told us uh, a billion times. Yeah. It was Fantastic Four. Oh, right. And um, because I was buying discount comics, I was like, uh, She-Hulk was a member of Fantastic mm. Four for a very long time. And, um, well, it felt like a very long time. <laughs> uh, and, yeah. And her new, her, like, and since then, as an adult, she's had solo series that are all excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, the new one, the slot one. Is there another, even another one? Yeah, by Charles Soule. Yeah, Sol- I like that too. Yeah, yeah, which is also. And I like using her in NBC three, even though I never got great with it. Damn, I wish you mm-hmm. you took by. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was going to. Well, I wasn't going to say She Hulk, but well, tell me why. <laughs> well, because she's awesome and funny mm-hmm. and and just super strong. I love her she, costume. It's because she has a postgraduate degree. That's the only reason. Um, but and also that like that she is played up as sexual, but not. That that she is sexy but not sexualized, mm-hmm. like she kind of owns her sexuality. I like that. I read a great um, Sarah Benincasa, who's a, a really good writer and comedian. I follow mm-hmm. on Twitter. She wrote like this little joke three pager for Marvel called like the Avengers Brunch. And it was just mm-hmm. all the Marvel characters are going out to brunch, <laughs> and at one table is the Wasp, Invisible Girl, and uh, She Hulk. And Wasp and Invisible Girl have like sensible salads or whatever, this, these simple things. And then She Hulk has like three stacks of pancakes with a side of bacon. And then the two g- women look like side eyed her a little bit. And then She Hulk's like, I'm not going to let you body shame me at brunch. I- I'm, here to, I'm here to enjoy this stuff. <laughs> uh, but I guess then with her off the table, I'm going to say the current Captain Marvel, like mm. as written by Kelly Sue DeConnick. I really like her a lot that she does not take. Shit from nobody. Like she has my, a cool cat. My and I like her helmet thing that comes on her head. Mm-hmm. And well, my it. my favorite scene is she was in Spider Man Team Up when the Kelly Sue wrote, drawn by Terry Dodson. It was it's a great book where she's getting ordered around by a police officer who like calls her lady, like hey lady, get out of the way. And then she goes, lady, I'm a freaking like I'm a captain in the military. Like I outrank you. Fuck you. Like that's just a cool moment. Uh, on that Captain on the Marvel thing, I really like Kamala Khan a lot. Mm. And for mm. for a more modern choice, I think she's been really fun to read, and I think Miss Marvel has been a great, great, great comic. She is great, and a great thing to deface anti-Muslim bus Man, ads in the Bay are, Area. Funny. <laughs> with, what the fuck is up with those? Ads? If you haven't ridden a bus in a while, it's like I guess the in the che- Bay Area. If you haven't ridden a bus in the Bay Area, the cheapest advertising because like it's, it has the worst advertisements always. <laughs> um, but. For some reason, when I when I scan this stuff, I, I end up with Kitty Pride. Yeah, and she's, she's just why not? She's just been written well mm-hmm. for so long that I think that happened uh, eventually. She's, that somehow that that especially with the way she's been the last several years. Yeah, but then uh, I also uh, I do like Black Widow a lot because I do think she's a cool character, but also mm-hmm. for other reasons that you can uh. guess. <laughs> um, but then yeah. as a teenager, like most kids, I was probably for the obvious reasons really into Psylocke. The the X Men just have a ton of great women. Like they, that, yeah, they're really great. That, that's the legacy of Chris Claremont. Like he was he was all about strong women in the eighties when no, when so right, few people right. were writing strong yeah. women. He had a ton of them. Like that's, so. yeah, that's where my choice would come from too, mm-hmm. which is Storm. Like from the little bit of re- mm-hmm. that I read of X Men in, in when I was a kid was just like, oh, this lady can really do shit. Like yeah, everyone else lady. in the in in the X Men is kind of like reactive, like oh, I can make my body do this, whereas mm-hmm. she can control the weather, which was just like. Insanely different, and like even with the movies, 
it feels like it's only been um, Hugh Jackman and uh, uh, what's his face Picard mm-hmm. in every movie, but also uh, uh, Halle, Halle Berry. Berry. It's kind of been there from the beginning. So she I just kind the of most favors to Storm as a character, though. But. Yeah, but I mean, it's still kind of like a mainstay. Like you can't not have an X Men movie without Storm. Yeah, like, yeah. you can't have an X Men movie without Professor X. And, uh, and, and I'll pick a. I will pick a DC character. I do. I. I. Jeez. Uh, uh, there's there are a lot of great DC characters. I mean, Wonder Woman is just awesome, but she's almost like too obvious. Like. Uh, and Harley Quinn, I actually think like she's really grown on me. Even the, the current incarnation yeah. of Harley Quinn, like Harley and Ivy hanging out, like they're cool characters to bounce off each other. But uh, yeah, also the uh, I, I'm I just downloaded the the Harley Quinn, the newest Harley Quinn set by yeah. um, uh, Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Paul. Uh, uh, yeah, Amanda Palmer. Like I, I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. So I do like DC ladies, guys. Sorry that uh, grow up, uh, Marvel. What do you want me to do? Oh, did you know that they, they did cast the uh, the Amanda uh, Waller of Suicide Squad? Uh, oh, shit. The Olivia... Uh, Munn? Uh, Newton-John? No. Yeah, no Those the, are both of my jokes. I'm shit. out. The, the, the Oscar-nominated actress for, for The Help. Who Got like, it. Has a ton, like, who has all this gravitas. And Black is, like, Got it. She's an amazing actor. Olivia Spencer. Oh, mm. God, I'm sorry. I really should not have started this sentence without knowing who it was. Know her first name, which is the important. pig from children's books. Look it up. Look it up on the All thing. Right. Um, uh, please. All right. But uh, yeah. So answer this week's question of the week in the forums on lasertimepodcast.com. There'll be a link to it on this week's episode as well. And we want to hear your things, and we'll read our favorites Viola on Davis. the next episode. Thank you. <laughs> It's a uh, weird pronunciation. Okay, here. Octavia. I think Octavia is the other actress in The Help. Who? Oh boy, dig look, yourself out of this one, buddy. Oh, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> look. Anyway, um, hey. No need to yell. All right, plugs time. Light it up, Gawker. Plugs. Um, <laughs> uh, laser time. Got a new episode this week, and we'll have a new episode next week. It might have something to do with the Oscars, but this week uh, is uh, the what is it? The worst. The, the worst animated films based on TV cartoons. Discussed mm-hmm. it already. Uh, Wait till you see how many Hanna Barbera. Disgusted is the right word. Hey, stop it, man! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not beside the list. Uh, by the way, if you want to hear some insider tips on the filming of Captain, uh, exclusive insider filming tips on the on the set of Captain America: Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. listen to the DC Pearson Dominic Dierks episode from a couple weeks ago, guys. I Derek, how ironic that a guy named DC enough. has the inside scoop on Marvel movies. I know, it's, and we, uh, I chose not to make that joke to his face. It's uh, a new video game apocalypse this week, and it's a fun. It was a fun top five, uh, I think. Yeah. Michael chose Indiana Jones ripoffs, but they had to be a very specific Indiana Jones ripoffs down to open shirts, fedoras, <laughs> and using whips. And it happened a lot. Um, wow. and, and in addition to that, we talk... I've been waiting to talk at length about the Netflix Zelda series that's been brought mm-hmm. up, and we do it there. Yeah. Uh, Cheap Podcast, new episode this week about the new NXT events. <laughs> Uh, VGEmpire.com video game music podcast uh, where we talk about how much we love game music. Mm-hmm. The most recent one was about two Turbo Duo games, so I wouldn't expect you to know Dragon Slayer and Riot Zone off the top of your heads, but then the prior one was cars that shoot each other, so yeah. it's Twisted Metal Extreme D, a Genesis game called oh. Combat Cars. And and you can find all that at LaserTimePodcast.com or at least links to it. Um, and in addition to that, the Spider-Man wallpapers. I hope people like them. Uh, I dug through my whole digital collection to try and take the highest res image 
possible. Those were all great. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's it for this week. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, Excelsior! Excelsior.